What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the VLDR Podcast. Welcoming y'all back for this Monday. Hope y'all doing good. Hope everybody's feeling good this Monday. I uh, hope you had a great weekend. I did. Um. So today we have. I was asked a couple questions. I was asked what Deville thinks about um, Lizzo, and I was asked what Deville thinks about Michael Vick being honored at the uh, the Pro Bowl. <clears throat> so I know some of y'all was like Deville, Deville. They talked about this last week. This was a topic, trending topic last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, yeah, cool. But the premise of this show, what Deville thinks, I mean, uh, thoughts about Deville, yeah, is that I try to speak on things that people actually ask what I think about. So since I was asked what I think about these topics, now I'm going to speak about these topics. But before I get into all that, uh, my weekend recap. You know I like to give y'all a recap of what I did over the weekend. Um, I didn't really do much, man. I hit the gym, got a good workout in, got a good stretching above all, man. That's one thing I need to focus a lot more on is stretching versus just working out, man. Because my body, I realized my body was tight. I didn't even... You know, it was something I didn't even think about, but you know, my back would hurt, my feet would hurt. Well, my feet wouldn't hurt anymore. My back would hurt, my shoulder would hurt. Have a, a pre-existing shoulder injury that you could hear about if you listen to Growing Up to Feel Di, where I talk about when I got hit by the cement truck a couple episodes back. Just go in there and put it in your search bar. Um, your search bar hit from the back, and you'll find it. So really got into more of, of, of stretching and, and loosening myself up and adjusting myself pause and watched a couple movies watched it too final chapter wasn't really impressed with that i haven't watched it since i was a kid when it came on tv the stephen king junk the original um didn't really like the second the first one i liked the second one didn't really care for it. What else did I watch? I watched Hobbs and Shaw. Now, Hobbs and Shaw, I like more than I like it. A lot of people talk pretty bad about it, but I, I enjoyed it. You know, it was a real basic story. This person has the virus. The bad guy wants the virus. The good guys want to save the person from the virus. And we're going to fight. We're going to throw these hands until we figure it out. I like that. But then they had uh, Idris Elbis. Idris Elba's character uh, he was like a souped up souped up guy had a lot of mechanics a lot of machinery upgrades in him and that was one thing that I really felt was lacking that they didn't I feel like for this movie to be like two plus hours long I felt like they could have spent a little bit more time developing and telling the story of how he you know became the 
form of the person that he became in the movie, uh, I would appreciate I would appreciate that a lot. But I didn't get that, and <clears throat> that's where, in my opinion, the movie was was lacking. But other than that, man, I noticed a lot of people are doing their year-end wrap-ups where they people are showing their stats for their shows and people are putting together these uh, collages of their best episodes it's not just a podcasting thing tv shows are doing it radio shows are doing it youtubers are doing it and i was like man should deville d i put together a collage of all of his favorite moments for the show but then i got more caught up in the um in the, in the thought process of where I want to take my show for next year. You know what I mean? I started thinking about that and I was like, dang, what I want to do, where I want to go with it. And, you know, I was like, dang, I really need to build a team around this. A team, you know, I need people to to, uh, to hold the cameras to, for the video. I need people to edit the video. I need people to come up with the topics. I need people to contact potential guests, I need a team, but at the end of the day, it looks like I'm still going to have to continue to do the whole thing by myself, because it's really hard in this day and age to get people on board to do things, you know, like that, when it's not their vision, when it's not something that they're putting together, a lot of people don't want to come in and play a part on your team, they'd rather be, have their, start their own team, you know, but I understand that and I respect it, but I have a big vision of where I want to take Thoughts by the VLDI for the next year, for 2020. <clears throat> and I also came to the, I'm still going to do, I, I know I keep putting it off, but I still want to do the, I still want to do the, um, the educational series about podcasting, but it's just, it's like, it's so many people that are doing that and there's so many people that are making their whole career off of doing that and telling people how much better podcasters they could be and I don't want to take that anger or feel like I'm riding that wave I really really just rather try to actually help you start podcasting than to do that man I also decided that I want to write a book a book based on growing up the field yeah basically Growing up to build DI in a book format where I actually put it all together to the point where you could just sit back and read it. You know what I mean? All of the different episodes that I put together, and then I can expound a little bit on on what was going on in those stories. And I plan to start working on that um, when I go on vacation, going on vacation in the beginning of the year, actually New Year's Day. I'll be flying out from here to Oakland and spending like 10 days out in Oakland. So I'm going to have a lot of downtime. So I was like, this would be the perfect time for me to start putting this book together. And I think that's what I'm going to do. Another thing that I did over the weekend was I did a lot of networking. Good bit of networking, good solid networking. And I realized in doing this networking that a lot of people really don't understand what networking is or how networking really is supposed to work. See, and when you're networking, you should be trying to figure out what you can bring to a situation or what a situation can bring to you, how you can help someone or how somebody can help you. That's the whole purpose of networking. But a lot of people are really just at this, going at this, trying to figure out or trying to find cool people that they can hang around 
and affiliate themselves with and say, yeah, I know so-and-so, or yeah, I roll with so-and-so, I was at the, the party with so-and-so, I was doing this with this guy and that guy, whatever, whatever. And that ain't really, you know, networking, that's just, you know, making friends, in my opinion. Because, like, what we did over the weekend in one of the groups that I, um, damn, I just caught an image of the, the Vintage Life merch right over Right there, that Vintage Life merch in the background. Shout out to Vintage Life, my boy, Sean Derrick. Um, Sean Derrick and uh, Iman, all those guys over there. Shout out to y'all. But either way, <clears throat> a lot of people, I forgot what I said. What we did was we, in one of the podcasting groups that I'm a part of on Facebook, we actually took the initiative to go and subscribe, follow, listen to, review, comment on each other's shows. And it was all sparked by one person. I can't remember the brother's name right now. I wish I could look it up real quick. But for the sake of time, I'm not going to look it up. Uh, I can give I could give it a shout out later. But one guy sparked it and he was like, how many of this group of 3,000 people how many of us really actually follow each other and keep up with each other? And that sparked a whole thread of people like, hey, well, boom, if you go listen to my show, I'll listen to your show. And it worked. You start to see uh, out of these 3,000 people, the, the the percentage of the, the, the group that's actually active, you actually saw that little spike in your numbers from this person going over and, and you saw the comments coming. And you saw the the listens coming, the downloads and the follows start to jump up just a little bit, but just enough, even a little bit is enough. And that was, to me, what real networking is about, man. We were actually, you know, uh, uh, helping push that algorithm for each other. And then what else came out of that is that we had a lot of people who linked up together who are now going to do guest appearances on each other's shows people sharing contacts and saying hey i can put you in contact with this person you can get on your show you can come over do my show i'm gonna do your show so on and so forth real life networking type stuff versus just meeting somebody or saying you know getting that follow to say hey yeah so-and-so follows me and that person never contacts you a lot of people want to jump into situations where the whole thing has already been pre-built you know somebody else has already did the hard part somebody else has already did the groundwork when they get there and they just kind of ride the coattails of what's already going on and to me that's not really networking that's just coattail riding i mean that's how the bill di thinks about it man i don't know how y'all think man you can always call in you can always um drop me a message you can drop me an email thoughts about the bill gmail.com or whether you're wherever you're listening or on twitter instagram whatever d-b-i-l-l-e underscore d-i get at your boy man let me know what y'all think about it but yeah we did some real live networking man it was dope and i appreciated it so let's get into the topics that i was given what the Ville thinks about lizzo and michael vick being honored at the Pro Bowl. First, let's go with Lizzo. So Lizzo, Lizzo is an artist, I believe, a recording artist. I'm not 100% sure, and I didn't look it up, 
when I initially start hearing and seeing all the posts about Lizzo, I had no idea who who Lizzo was. So uh, my friend called me, my boy. My boy called me and he was talking to me about it and you know he he just gave me a little bit of the background and saying that you know she's a this plus size uh, woman artist whatever and she's apparently does a lot of like nude and scantily clad uh posts pictures videos whatever so what happened was <clears throat> she was at a laker game and at this laker game she I guess her song started playing and she got up and did a couple dance moves, dropped it low. And the, the thing that caused all the controversy was she was wearing this outfit to where basically her butt was out, her cheeks was exposed, major cheek, and she got the meats hanging out and she was wearing a thong. So the question I was asked was, do I think she was wrong for doing that? Excuse me. So, relax. I'm going to give you my response. So, what DeVille thinks is, you know that old saying, it's a time and it's a place for everything? I don't think this was the time nor the place to wear an outfit where your butt cheeks are hanging out. A lot of people made the argument that if this was Rihanna or... Beyonce, Meg the Stallion, nobody would have a problem with it. I beg to differ to that because a basketball game, even a football game, a sporting event, is a family event, right? You got kids there, you got, you know, men, husbands and wives, you've got elderly people there, you've got uh, uh, just a plethora of people there, period. And even the cheerleaders have a limit as to what they're going to wear when they get out there and they perform in front of the crowd if you beat the cheerleaders <laughs> in what they're wearing or the lack of what they're wearing at the sporting event i feel like you're doing too much as much as i like to admire megan meg the stallion's cheeks i would not want meg the stallion standing at a basketball game in a thong in front of me my daughter my stepdaughter my girl i wouldn't i wouldn't think too highly of that now there's nothing wrong with her dressing like that in the appropriate place if she was on stage doing a performance if she was even at the basketball game performing at halftime i would look at it different if she was at a red carpet event something like that I would have been like, okay, she's in full-fledged, um, she's in full-fledged entertainer mode. This is her costume. But see, when you just show up to spectate at an event, that's not your costume. That's not, you're not dressed like that because you're there to be the center of attention. You're dressed like that because you want some attention, though, at the same time. I understand that. But I still feel like that was the wrong place, wrong time. Now, <clears throat> prime example. Last week, I went to my stepdaughter's choir recital, right? So we're in the gym. They're up there. They're performing. And this woman comes in, and she has on an outfit that has a tight leather skirt, short skirt, you know, short. It was short while she was standing up. 
So when she and it was tight. And when she sat down, it was just major meetings. Major meetings hanging out, all kind of thighs and everything. Just right there in your face, boom. It was to the point where I seen my old lady eyeballing me out the side of her eye to see if I was looking, which I was looking at them yams. So <clears throat> I thought to myself at that time, why would you wear that to the choir recital in the high school? It just doesn't seem like the right time or place to wear that. But at the end of the day, do whatever you want to do. Do whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you comfortable. Does DeVille think it was the appropriate outfit for the time, the place? I don't. Do I feel like it was anything wrong with her wearing the outfit, just wearing the outfit? No. I don't care. Slim, thick, fat, whatever. Do what you want to do. Wear what you want to wear, but you do, or should at least, be somewhat considerate of where you're at when you make that decision of what you're going to wear. So now, Michael Vick being honored at the Pro Bowl. I can hear my listeners dropping already for this topic. Now, <clears throat> for those of y'all that don't know, years, 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 years ago, Michael Vick, professional football player, played for the Atlanta Falcons, was convicted <clears throat> of the part that he played in a um, dog fighting ring that was being operated on a property that he owned. The dog fighting ring was actually being ran by like his cousins or something like that. But he did have some knowledge of what was going on there. Excuse me. So, he was convicted. In his punishment, he was, he was, um, he did 18 months in prison. He was fined over a million dollars. Um, he also was charged with monetarily helping with the care of animals that were rescued from his estate, his property, whatever. What else? You know, of course, he lost his job because he was in prison. And so he serves his 18 months. He's come home. Since he's been home, he spoke on behalf of a committee to help push for protection and punishment for people who are leaving protection for the animals and punishment for the people who's like leaving dogs in hot cars and stuff in the summer. So he was eventually able to get another job in the NFL, play quarterback, and right now he's doing like some media type stuff, some commentary type stuff. So the league decided to make him one of four captains in the Pro Bowl, which is an honor. And there are a large number of people that are just, just up in arms and saying that he shouldn't be honored for anything. He shouldn't be able to allowed to be on TV. He shouldn't have been able to be playing the league. None of this type of stuff. So there was a petition that went out. And there were two petitions, actually. There was one petition to get him removed from the Pro Bowl. There was a second petition saying we want him to be able to be a captain in the Pro Bowl. And apparently, Roger Goodell in the NFL decided that we're going to keep him as a um, coach. What is it? Coach? Yeah, team captain 
for the Pro Bowl. <clears throat> what does DeVille think about this? Relax. I'm going to tell you. I thought this was America, people. I thought this was America, people. I thought this was the land of hope and dreams. I thought this was a place where if a man committed a crime and served his time for that crime and was released and upon his release performed as an upstanding individual did not repeat his crimes did not repeat these offenses straightened himself out got his life together that we were supposed to move on and forgive him for said crimes but it doesn't seem like that people are treating Michael Vick like he you know shot a teenage boy you know sold the gun for quarter million dollars sold paraphernalia you know that reminded people of the incident and sued the guy's family that he got shot people are acting like he did that now I'm not downplaying the fact that uh, this guy was part of an organization a criminal organization that was abusing animals and that's fucked up period I'm a dog lover I have a dog and you know I've had pit bulls before I never fought my pit bulls and I would never fight my pit bulls but that's aside the point the point is that this man served his time he served his time he hasn't done anything since being released so the reason that the Pro Bowl is honoring him they're honoring him for his acts that he did on the field for the the change that he brought to the position that he played for the greatness that he displayed on the field right that's what, what they're honoring we've got many people that are been convicted of domestic abuse playing in the NFL right now nobody says anything we've got we've got people that uh, 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 have done heinous things drunk drivers that have caused accidents people have been injured we've got players that have I was reading a list of the most uh, um, hated or, or this unpopular teammates in the locker room in the NFL past present You've got guys in in the league right now that are known to have broken noses of their teammates, actively fought their teammates. Nobody's speaking on this, but this man made a not. I ain't even gonna call it a mistake. This man chose to engage in whatever level that he engaged in criminal activity years ago. There's been no problem with him since. And they're wanting they're want to give him the privilege of being honored for what he did on the field while he was in the league. At some point, we have to allow people to grow. You see what I'm saying? We have to allow people. We've all done dumb shit in our lives. We've all got parts of our lives that we're not proud of, but we like to sit around and act as if we're just great and we just never did anything wrong. And people like to throw around, he's a convicted felon. You know how many people out there are convicted felons that you don't know of? You don't know how many people out there who may be your boss, your coworker, 
your pastor, your deacon, your freaking child's uh, daycare provider, they may be convicted of felons because there's so many felonies out there. If you were to commit shoplifting over a certain amount of dollars, you're a felon. You understand what I'm saying? At some point, we have to be able to be forgiven enough to let people go on and move on with their lives. And the only reason why they're holding this to him, to his head, the way they are, is because he's a rich man, a rich athlete. If Michael Vick was the guy who worked at Walmart, if Michael Vick was the guy who worked at Publix, who was into dog fighting, got convicted, did 18 months, paid his fines, did his community service, was out, and another grocery store decided to give him a job, nobody would give a damn. And then there's some people who will say, well, he should be an example. He should be a role model for the people, for these children, for these kids that look up to him. Relax. Let me drop a bomb on you. The only reason why your kid should be looking up for Mike, up to Michael Vick, if he looks up to Michael Vick, is for what he did on that field. We put too much weight into what these athletes do off the field. We're too, I feel like, we're too into their business of what they do off the field. Now, was Michael Vick a shitty person for allowing this whole dogfight arena to go on? You damn right it was. That was some fucked up shit. But at the same time, he served his time. He paid his debt. We gotta let this man go on. We gotta let this man live. If he was flipping burgers at McDonald's after doing the exact same thing, nobody would give a damn. Nobody would care. There'd be no media coverage. And for some of y'all that may not get it, your kid may look up to the guy who flips burgers at McDonald's because when you're little, certain things seem cool that you definitely, with adults, don't seem cool. But y'all didn't come here for that, though, did you? You came here for some discipline. Relax. I'm going to tell you. Discipline of the day. We have to be disciplined enough to give people the same respect that we want, the same forgiveness that we want the same point of view that we want we can't be so quick to judge and so hard to judge other people for their shortcomings without looking at the shortcomings of ourselves take this information use it however you will but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated and masturbated today either way you made a difference my friend thank y'all for tuning in to the video i thought about the video the podcast and i'm sure the peppermint committee will not be back peace out see you guys later